1: at least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Hello, I'm Rob Beckett. Hello, I'm Josh Willickham. Welcome to Parents in Hell, the show in which Josh and I discuss what it's really like to be a parent, which I would say can be a little tricky.
2: So, to make ourselves, and hopefully you, feel better about the trials and tribulations of modern day parenting, each week we'll be chatting to a famous parent about how they're coping.
1: Or hopefully how they're not coping.
2: And we'll also be hearing from you, the listener,
1: with your tips, advice, and of course, tales of parenting woe. Because let's be honest, there are plenty of times when none of us know what we're doing. Hello, you're listening to Parenting Hell with... Finn, can you say Rob Beckett?
2: Okay. And
1: can you say Josh Whittaker? Josh Whittaker. Good boy. Oh. There we Good go. Good boy. That's what I say to my dog. Good boy. How is the dog? Yeah, he's all right. Just he's quite easy to be honest. Yeah. Whippets. It. Yeah, it's half cat. <laughs> it's no stress really. He keeps nicking food off the. Basically, he don't nick food off the table to anyone apart from my youngest. But that's because she waves it around right in front of his yeah. nose, and she also secretly feeds him when we're not looking. Oh, so it's yeah, very yeah. difficult to tell the dog off because he's been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we keep saying to her, You're feeding the dog, aren't you? Because she goes, No, but then I catch her feed it. So he knows she'll feed him. And also, she takes longer to eat and she like, floats it around. So she sort of get, walks up and leaves her plate empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 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 it's yeah. a bit of a difficult one. But yeah, he's all right. He's good, Fred. I'm going to take him for a walk in a minute. They're easy to walk. If you're over, you can stand in a field and just throw a ball. You don't have to oh, walk them. Have you got one of those ball thrower things? Those oh, weird yeah, things. Just so your hands absolutely absolutely can get wet. Oh, that looks really fun. It is fun, but what is annoying? You launch it, and then he just goes, no, nah, I don't want to do that, actually. And then you walk 100 metres to find the ball. Did I tell you we've got... I didn't tell you this. We've got to buy a fountain for our cat
2: to drink from. Fucking no, Who are Because Because our cat... Um, Beryl. Cause cats, because Beryl, she's... um, We need her to, to drink as much fluid as possible for the rest of her right, life. Right, and good water. Yeah, but also cats like to drink from moving water. So you have to have a little oh. foun- cat fountain in your house.
1: Little cat kind of, food's like constantly so we've flowing. Now a, we've now got a water feature in our kitchen. Ask Tommy Walsh over the road see if <laughs> Dimmock can put it in. I'd love Charlie Dimmock to put it in. Why don't you get a nice one that you can drink from? It needs to be one in. You can get them. They're constantly going, aren't they? They're quite yeah. easy to get. I'm quite looking forward
2: to it when it arrives. Do You want to drink from it? Well, I drink from it. Your one-year-old will. Oh, don't, mate. I I know this is a cliche, but why does he head to all the wrong things?
1: Like, why is he interested in the cat food? Who gives a what is wrong with him? They're quite cheap, actually. These flowing water things, yeah, fountain, twenty-five quid. Oh, there's a nice ceramic one. That looks quite fancy that you could get, well, rather than a plasticky one. What one oh have you God, got? Bit?
2: Don't, because Rose listens to this, and I've bought a plastic one already. Rob, You've oh, no, you want that have absolutely don't plastic
1: shit. There's a lovely oh. one here. Look at this ceramic. It really suit your kitchen. What one have you bought, <laughs> cat mate? Twenty um, quid Amazon. Yeah, <laughs> That's, that is going. That that is an absolute waste of plastic. That is never staying in your house. I could get away with that in my house. But do you know what? The
2: person that takes it off our water, the person that takes it off our wall in a week will be absolutely delighted with it, Rob.
1: So yours is you, yours plumbed in. What? No, we don't have to plumb it in, do we? No, no. That's what I'm saying. These ones they just sort of it's, they recirculate. Yeah, you the just same put water. some
2: water in it. I just presume you plug it in and it'll go,
1: right? Uh, no, some water might help, but apart from yeah, that, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this ain't working. <laughs> well, I have to put, I have to buy my own water. <laughs> it's one of those things that when you find out you need it's quite a fun buying, isn't it? this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. When you look at the options, you've just gone for a plastic and there's loads of options. I know, but it was at 4.30 last night, Rob.
2: Hey, Rob and Josh. <laughs> Introduction from my three-year-old nephew, Finn. He lives in Littlehampton, West Sussex, but his mum is originally from Nottingham, so she sometimes goes a bit northern, much to my brother's dismay. Uh, it's very funny when he says dumper truck. Part <laughs> Southern, part Midlands. Oh, dumper truck, she's written. Uh, thanks Dump-a-truc. for everything, Joe, from Crawley, West Sussex.
1: Well done, mate. It was a good one. I liked his. Yeah, it was a strong one, wasn't it? Good solid. Finn. How are you, Josh? All good? Or do you want to do some emails? What, what, what are you feeling? Anything to... I'm feeling all right.
2: I've, I've not got anything else in my life at the moment. It's all cat. It's cat all cat.
1: Based. Oh, we're doing a sausage taste test. What? Well, basically, my kids love sausages. or hate them. And like, they'll go, oh, I don't like that one. It's got green in. But I just sort of buy whatever sausages are on special at the shops. But then that leads to confusion to my children. And they all of, right of a sudden it. won't eat them. So I think I'm going to buy all the different sausages cook them all and do a taste test and then once they have picked the one they like best i'm gonna buy that one until they leave my house
2: that is a good idea rob that's a genuinely good idea it is isn't it and then you're guaranteed but you've overlooked that children sometimes will just suddenly decide they don't like something just to prove a point well no but i've made did them you just sign drop a, contract. a coin on the table no
1: i dropped the lid of my water bottle sorry didn't ruin the podcast it's fine um do you know what i've worked out as well that's made me calm down a bit josh Right. Yeah. And I think this might help you because you're quite busy with your cat and stuff. Yeah. So (laughs) what
2: a life. You're quite busy with your cat.
1: (laughs) What does that say about me? You're a bit stressed about your cat and stuff. Well, because I used to think, right, I wanted to change things. Right. So like, oh, if this isn't working out for me, change that, do that and stuff. And it's quite exhausting trying to make sure everything's all right. So, yeah. like, obviously, you need to get the water thing for the cat, but like, you, sometimes yeah. you like you're worrying yourself at dinner about your cat and all things like that. And I realised you don't; it's not it's not about changing what's happening to your advantage. It's about accepting what's happening, then work out how it is to your advantage. Right. So, talk me through this. Okay. So, your cat's your cat's not well. Yeah. <laughs> right. Worst case scenario is yeah, cat's gone. The, yeah, yeah, the cat's gone. You're not spending as much on cat food.
2: Yeah, right, yeah,
1: positive. Less pet insurance. Less pet insurance, yep. And then you're always, how many other cats you got? One. You've done the grief early. It's not looming over you. Yeah. I mean, the the death of of a cat is a difficult one. That doesn't really work for the death of a cat. No, okay, okay. How about this? Yeah. Well, I'll give you something I'm stressed about. Okay. I am
2: stressed about the impending deadline of the first draft
1: of our book, Rob. You're worried about that? Well, as an example is the example well no but the advantage would be is it's done then isn't it once it once it's done it's done the advantage is
2: the advantage is it'll be done and it doesn't drag on and also the advantage is everyone works better to a deadline
1: So, it's 100% a yeah you exactly. work better to a de- if they said you've got to, next year to do it it'll be hanging over you for the whole year oh and I'd never it? get around if you'd, to it you'd feel like this at December if they said it had to be in yeah, for January exactly Exactly. So you get exactly. it done and out the way, like you know, in Glastonbury, I like someone. If you're planning stuff and go, want to go here, want to go there, and you might not get there, but you might actually turn, go turn a corner into another tent, and there'll be a band on you really like. Exactly, Rob.
2: I'm free and easy, at Glastonbury. Surrender to it, Rob. You do not understand. I'm a different guy when I'm at Glastonbury.
1: I'm free and easy. What? So what took me through Josh Whittaker at Glastonbury?
2: Are you going to watch Supergrass? I don't really care. I'll go and watch TLC instead. Where's the crowd going? <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's loose. Let's get another cider. Why not? It's the weekend. You're quite loose neck at Glastonbury. I am quite loose neck at Glastonbury. Yeah, I'm quite I'm just a chilled out guy at Glastonbury, Rob. Because I've got n- I've got no responsibilities because I haven't taken a child to Glastonbury because I'm not clinically insane. Oh god, I can't wait to hear about that. When is Glastonbury? Is it 20 was it 24th of Yeah, it's like 2 weeks time. Have you taken children to festivals as well? Tell us how that I went. I might be going on <laughs> stag do then. That really is the weekend when me and you are a cliche of ourselves.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's happening, though. No, I'm going, going to Glastonbury, minute. and you're going on uh, Stag Do. You'll, never, you, uh, you'll be able to guess exactly where it's being um, touted around as well. Uh, Ocean Beach. Yeah.
2: Yes, please. I, I will, um, I will you know keep what? my eyes <laughs> on Wayne Linnick's Instagram for that one.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think you want people to know, but if he wants to keep Stag Do quiet, you don't go to Ocean Beach, do you? Exactly, exactly.
2: I tell you what, Rob, we can always bleep his name out and people can guess who it is and they'll know. Yeah,
1: Yeah, bleep his name out. That's funny. (laughs) Bleep his name out they can guess who it is. And if you see me in the street, I'll tell you who. Anyway, should we do some uh, email? Do you want an email? Yes. Hi, Josh and Rob. Absolutely
2: love the show. After listening to the episode where Josh was lamenting how many stairs he had to climb to his daughter's relocated bedroom, I'm here to claim the longest bedroom commute crown. Ooh. At the moment, my two daughters are seven and four and I are living temporarily with my parents who live in a beautiful converted barn. Mm. As you'll no doubt know... And they barns- live
1: five five-hour drive away with their mum. <laughs> so I drive for five hours and go up the stairs. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> As you all no doubt know, barns tend to be rather
2: long and the quirky layout means that the four bedrooms are split into two separate upstairs areas, both accessed by a separate staircase at either end of a very long house. The spare bedrooms available to us at the time of moving in meant that they are in one section and I am in the other. (laughs) They are so far away I have to use a baby monitor so I can hear them in case of emergency even though they're seven and four. (laughs) If I do have to go up to my bedroom, my commute is as follows. Out of my bedroom... Along a landing, down the stairs, through a large hall, down a step into the kitchen, <laughs> through the kitchen, through the dining room, through the lounge, through another hall, up the stairs, along the landing, arrive in daughter's bedroom. <laughs> How many steps is that? Uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh no, I mean actual steps, not the, uh, oh, not actual the steps. procedure. Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I thought, are you watching him do it? He's got he's got long legs. Oh, uh, uh, it's Fiona. Oh, Fiona, um, sorry, Fiona. So, that's, so probably shorter legs, probably more steps. Uh, yeah. Then to get back to my bedroom, women I do the smaller. Women
1: are smaller. He's not being sexist. Women I'm are not being sexist. shorter. That is a physical fact. He's not saying he Josh Willikem. He's not saying women can't walk. They can I'm not walk. not saying that. I'm, He's I'm not saying, saying. they can't walk. He's saying they can walk.
2: He's just saying the average height of a woman is shorter than the height of a man. Yeah. Not me.
0: I'm about you, the average no, you're, height of a
1: woman. You're but an exception to the rule. You are, exactly. You've got the height and the legs of a woman. Exactly. The body, the body of a boy and the head of an old man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, that is an image. If you could picture that, then do draw that and send it in. Okay, yeah, that'd be a lovely little sketch. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Okay, sorry, um, yes. This week we've got Rich Wilson Oh this is a great interview Really really good Really interesting Well funny. we always
1: try and get Different people With different sort of Parenting stories And Rich is uh, He had two kids at 20 and 25 And yep. he's 50 now So he's got grown up kids And uh, he had to he had to move back in With his kids at one point When he Because uh, he separated from their mum When he uh, Separated from another partner um, So he moved back in With his kids Which is quite interesting So yeah he's a really funny bloke Comedian And uh, And dad of two men he's a dad of men do you want to plug his podcast oh yeah insane in the membrane really good podcast i've i've been on it and it's um him talking to comedians and it's really funny but also talking about male mental health and stuff like that but um yeah it's not it's not a serious one it's fun and no. funny but they do touch on that which is good to talk about mental health this is rich wilson rich wilson welcome to the podcast i've been wanting you on for ages we oh, go amazing. back a long that's, that's way. way Me too
2: Just that's an awkward situation
1: No man. no 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 I'm not saying <laughs> Josh has been against it And I've had to sort Finally, of Lobby Finally my resistance has broken down <laughs> And here we are You're like an <laughs> You're like an MP That has to pretend They wanted you know <laughs> The, uh, a certain rule coming in. I don't know. I did vote for that. Actually, I was away doing really important work. Uh, no, I, I've always wanted you on. Um, I did your podcast. You've got a great podcast, Insane in the Membrane. Um, that's it. Thanks, mate. Uh, which is a great. It's a great podcast. I've been on it. I, I don't know if you've been on it, have you, Josh?
2: No, that's why I don't want it. That's why again, I don't on Again, this. he's
1: not. He's not very pro. Rich Wilson, but that's something <laughs> we can address. I'd love to have Josh on. Josh would be. I'd brilliant. love to do it. I'd love to do it. Just yeah. you me. won't
2: remember that you are uh, compared. A gig I did, which was one of the first gigs where I thought I'm onto something here, which oh, was really? outside the box, and I, and I, it was the f- first time that I actually, after about two years of scrabbling around, fucking around, I was like, I'm all right at this.
1: So you suggesting you saw Rich perform and you thought, yeah, I can do this?
0: Because <laughs> <laughs> again, oh, it's, on, not, it's not, it's not looking great. Now, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I used to be like up the creek. I was a and I was like, what is this? I can do this.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, because we've known each other years. We grew up, well, grew up in the same area, Rich, and did comedy yeah. for years. We used to drive each other to Comedians Football in Crystal Palace. Um, uh, but you, because it was weird, when I first met you, you already had grown-up sons. So what's your, what's your child situation for the listener?
0: So uh, I had sons. I had my first son when I was 20 years old. Yeah. Um, he's, now, he's now 30. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, my <laughs> other one, I had him, how old was I? Was 25. So, yeah, he's, he's, um, yeah, he's 20, 24, but 25 in July. Right. Um,
2: I wonder if 30 is the oldest son we've had on here, Rob oldest child we've had.
0: Are you what are
1: you trying to do to um Rich's self esteem? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying
2: to give him a
1: little victory, here. Oh a little victory. Okay, sorry. Like hammering him You're also the oldest person we've had on Rich. How does that make you no we haven't? No, Jonathan <laughs> Ross was on. His kids are a bit younger I think. Yeah I think but they are. Because we met we met probably
0: what, 10 12 years ago, would it be Rich? Ten years ago? I remember i soon as you remember you you helped I think mean, you helped me move house, you helped with a mattress or something.
1: Yes, I did help. Yeah, because you live around the corner. Yeah, because we this used to. This is the most kings. southeast London Sorry. story I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we used to drive each other, take turns driving each other. Normally, Rich would drive me to football at uh, yes. Potter, but I helped you move a mattress in my car. But I remember at the time, like you, you had like kids that were twenty, and I was about twenty-three, yeah. and um, and stuff like that. And you was managing, like you know, because you you started off just working behind the bar at a comedy club. And then yeah. how old were you when you
0: did your first gig uh so i was 32. yeah so you did it a bit later did it yeah. that way around what did you do before that oh man all manner of things i was a bus driver and a van driver and dug holes in the floor and painted walls and it's a well-documented story of me working in a gay sauna for a bit and i've worked everywhere. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah.
1: laughs>
0: That's kinda of just when people <laughs> comedy. I never even knew I didn't I didn't have designs to be a comedian. I just kinda loved comedy and I. Loved, and I could pull a pint. So I ended up working in the comedy club and then suddenly, suddenly got famous some of the comedians and they were like, You could probably do this and you could earn a few quid and I was like, Yeah, go on then and I just started doing <laughs> it. Amazing. <laughs>
2: So talk me through what it's like when you find out at
0: 20 that you're going to become a dad. It was a kind of, I think because when you're know, when you growing up, I don't know if this is just a, is just a working class thing. Like nobody ever talked about further education. It was never like, mm. oh, you're going to go to uni and you're going to do this and that. It was always like, well, you're going to go to school, you're going to do the best you can because you're, you're not going to go on. You're going to get a job. You're going to get a job. Mm. And then you're going to, because then you're going to meet someone and then you're going you're gonna to get married and you're going to have kids. And that's basically how it was always told to me. So when I, when I was told by uh, Lisa, the mother of my children, she was look, I'm, I'm pregnant. And I was like, okay. And we, we hadn't been together very long and we kind of, it was like a whirlwind thing. It was the first person I sort of loved. And it was, you know, this exotic woman that lived out of Alpington where I grew up. I like, <laughs> where did she live? Where did she live? Graves End <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> it was river, so was A like, long Whoa. distance relationship Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We used to have to get the 51 bus and a train um, Oh wow So
1: you met Worldwind And you, how long were you together? Was it quite short did
0: you say? Yeah we were only together a month <laughs> Oh really? Yeah <laughs> At 20 And how <laughs> old was Lisa? 21 Yeah and I was at college I remember I was at I was, Funny I talked about not going to further education But I'd gone back to college after I'd left school and got jobs and things. I went back and I was doing um, community care study, uh, uh, mm. sitting girls, community care. Cause I was going to be, a, I was going to always be a paramedic or a carer or something.
1: Mm.
0: And then she said, oh, I'm pregnant. And so I, I was like, right. And so I'd I, I read all the books. I'd heard, all, I'd seen all the films. you right. I need to do the decent thing. So I quit college and I got a job in a, an old people's home. And, uh, and yeah, we did that. We went, right. Okay. We're having a baby. And we did that. That's yeah.
2: incredible. And what, how does that affect
0: like, a month into your relationship,
2: for want of a better term, you're on a kind of that honeymoon period, and then suddenly mm. you're having to make big decisions together. Presumably you don't live together at this point. Um, no. I'm, so you're moving to End. Difficult to suddenly change it, your relationship in that way.
0: It just kind of... We just did it. It was a... Oh. We just went, right, fine, we're doing this now. Because I think there'd always been... You know, there have been kids around me my whole life. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, everybody was having kids. There were... People, and that wasn't—that's
1: not a strange age to have two children and settle down, like f- from our area at twenty. No,
0: it just was—it just was a thing. And so we—I ended up. I, moved, I remember going back to my mum's, my mum and dad's, and then uh, and then I say, "Look, Mum, I'm I'm going to move out. I'm going to go and live with Lisa." And she was like, "All right, if that's what you want to do." And so I remember we were driving down, and I had all my stuff. I didn't—you know—I was nineteen. I didn't—I had twenty. I was—I yeah, was nineteen when she was pregnant, and twenty when we had him. And I remember driving down and bags of stuff in the car and mum's going like, you know, just be careful. Just do this, just do that. And blah, 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 blah. And then when we got down the end and I'd been quiet the whole time. So I'm like, Oh God, i got to tell her, I've got to tell her. Oh. And then I got oh out the God, car. So she I'm, didn't even know at this point? No, no. She just thought I was in love. Oh wow. Down. So then I get out of the car and I get in my stuff and I'm like, oh, gosh, I've got to tell her, I've got to tell her. So I'm like, mum, uh, Lisa's pregnant. And she went, oh, I knew it. <laughs> uh, <that one's> no. I thought <laughs> you being weird. <laughs> so then, and so, yeah, and so, and, and it's, it's, it's amazing how, even though you're, you're basically a kid yourself, you kind of adapt. And that's what human beings are really good at. We do adapt to our surroundings. Yeah. And so we ended up, we just, we just did it. And then you know, you, and it, we sort of were all learning as we went along. But we we're very lucky to have a lot of support around us.
1: How was it? Though? Any disasters? Any disasters with the baby? When I because you don't know what you're doing at twenty. Look, holding a baby,
0: you just sat I there with a baby. Like, I've got know. a baby now. Because <laughs> we, we lived in this townhouse, right? And so there were a lot of stairs, and we had those, you know, those walkers. You put them in those little wheel, and they wheel himself around. Like it's got a tray on the front, and they push themselves around. Yeah, I remember. He was Ke- his name's Keanu as well. I'm so glad Keanu turned out to be a legend and not a pervert.
1: <laughs> oh God, yeah! Imagine.
0: Oh no, the names know. you could have picked. Oh, but the thing is, because because Lacey was very spiritual and she was into crystals and all that sort of thing, and Keanu actually means something like rain over the mountain or something like that. So yeah. she was like, oh, yeah, we should call him that. And just, but uh, yeah, so Keanu being this little wheelie thing. And, uh, and I remember I was in the kitchen and she kept going, keep on running and I'm getting in the shower. I'm like, all right, all right, yeah, yeah, And I'm making a cup of tea or whatever I'm doing. And I just heard this, bum, 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 And oh, kind oh, down the stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did he stay upright? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He got wasted in the banisters halfway right <laughs> down. Oh, my God.
1: Oh. The thing is, though, if you're like 20 and you're skin and you're, you're renting a townhouse, whatever it was in, you can't, yeah. it's about 15 stair gates you need isn't it, yeah. in a townhouse. <laughs>
0: We had to keep moving it around depending on what room we were in. <laughs> I tell you did. So if you're in the kitchen, you put one, Yeah, they put it across the kitchen door, you're in the lounge, put it across there. Amazing. And so,
1: and so like you, because then they would have been like, when you were like 35, they would have been 15, 16. And they're yeah. like your mate then. So did you ever feel like they were like your mate as well as your kid? Because you're so young still.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, even now, even now it's like... Yeah, because there's, there's, there's not that big a gap. So it's really cool, you know, and, and what's cool as well, now they're older and they've got, well, you don't realise, you still worry about your kids, they're your kids, they never will not be your kids. But you you don't, you don't realise that they've got their own thoughts and opinions on things and that they've sussed out the world around them for themselves and, you know, they need you, but they don't need you. You know, they're, they're grown-ups in their own right. And I remember what you can do now, you can kind of, you get like an assessment as a parent it's like so how did i do you know like you get like you get an appraisal well have they given you <laughs> feedback You because kind of i was worried that i because you know it, like lisa and i stayed together for a couple of years and then we spent most of the 90s getting back together and splitting up and and then and then bailey came along and then you know we and we got back together and we split up and we did all that and then you know again i was i was still young there was a lot of I still felt I needed to do stuff that I hadn't done when I was younger. And, and so you make mistakes and you, you know, you, you fuck up a little bit. But then and then I remember saying to the lads, I was like, I just I feel like I could have been better. And they're like, What are you on about that? You know, despite everything, you were still around. You know, they used to come to me every weekend. My partner at the time, uh, we used to we we've got this house, it was like a ski chalet in the middle of nowhere in in uh, in Caterham near Croydon. There were no neighbors there was all these wood there was like there were deers in the in the in the garden and there was all manner of uh, animal life and snakes and all sorts and they had the best time and they just went yeah, it was great dad it was great
1: yeah and you were beating yourself up the whole time
2: yeah does that because when you're splitting up and you're getting back together and stuff was it difficult to I know people that have split up recently and stuff and it's it's mm-hmm. really it's difficult to put the kids first and take all that personal kind of yeah, uh, problems away from them and keep them insulated from that. Did you find that was a kind of really at the forefront of your mind?
0: We were really good, actually, Lisa and I. Even if even at points where we just despised each other and yeah, really hated each other, we never used the kids against each other. It was never like you're never seeing your kids. You never, you know, it was all we made sure that the kids knew that they were loved and it never really, you know, we and it got to the point that Lisa and I ended up being really good mates. Yeah. We actually, despite everything and despite how young we were when we met, we actually were quite mature going forward. You know? We had our moments, of course. but Is it,
1: no, Those moments normally occur when like, the, either one of you starts seeing someone new? And then that person's introduced to the kids. Did that, was that a problem? You know, I've had friends where that's always, that's sort of been an issue in the past where like it's all sort of gravy until someone gets a boyfriend or a girlfriend and they get introduced to the kids and that's where it gets a bit edgy.
0: Well, do you know what? It's funny. It would normally be the other way around. Like I would meet someone or, 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 or Lisa would, but then because Lisa and I were really close, Sometimes it would affect the new relationship because I just thought that's what you did. I was like, look, despite no matter what happens, Lisa and the boys are what's are the most yeah, important. Yeah, of course. But I love you, and this is great. But. I need to take care of them still. There was still a sense of very intense way to open a first date, Rich. Very yeah. intense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, I like you, but just so you know, links least the kids are more important than you, and always will be.
0: Is it my is it my Tinder profile? <laughs> so, yeah, sparkling or fizzy water.
1: You will never match them. But um, <laughs> do you want to go? <laughs> Oh, so that so you had that with your like new partners would be a bit like well, what's going on here? You're a bit too pally pally because they'd feel insecure as well. You know, it's, it's easier yeah. for the new person if the if you despise your ex, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but then you know, I, you know, I was very lucky as well that I'd met I'd met people that were very accepting as well, and you know, they it got it kind of became. A really nice sort of unit. Everyone, you know, everyone sort of got along. It was very nice. Really did the nice. boys
1: ever kick off with new people? Well, you know, when they were teenagers, were they ever difficult?
0: No, but I did realise been, there's been a couple of relationships where they didn't like the person, and I didn't realise until after. Oh, really? And they, I was like, I, I remember the last couple of years, and I was with someone, and I never saw him. I never saw him, and I'm like, really? when you come? Come to the flat, I live in a really nice place. You just come down, you're like, Yeah, Dad, yeah, maybe, maybe. And it's not too hard. Like, oh, yeah, she's a dickhead, <laughs> <laughs> but they kept it quiet, yeah. And I'm like, All right, oh, I didn't realize Oh, Dad, it just, I'd rather just, you know, we didn't know what you were doing, <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> What's the like? There's this kind of big thing where it's like, when they're 18, I'm going to take them for their first legal pint and all that kind of I stuff, yeah. Did you do that? My so you've been yeah. on the
0: lash with your son. Do you know what it's funny? Cause my youngest Bailey. I said because I because well, the way my father and I stayed connected, you know, was, was through music. So we'd go and see bands together when I was growing up. Yeah. So he introduced me to all manner of amazing bands, like The Damned and all these other cool things. But, and so I thought, I I knew Bailey was more into his music than Keanu was. So I thought, well, maybe I'll do that with Bailey. And then, But he was never interested, never interested. And then one day I, I said to him, why don't you have a pint with your dad? He went, because dad. He used to come in and you'd had a few, he said, and you'd come in and you were just like bouncing on the bed and you were mucking around, he goes, and he... It frightened me a little bit, and I'm like, oh. I have being, because I was exuberant. I was yeah. really pissed, and I'm like, Hey, get up, come on! He said, and it really troubled me. I'm going blind. Shit, sorry. He's all right now. We've had a pint now, but
2: <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, though, you're a different parent to me because if I come in and they're asleep, there's no way I'm going. <laughs> yeah, get
0: up! <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. No, I play with the cars. <laughs> and yeah, we, I, I've got a really good relationship with my lads. And they—it was really funny. Like I said, they—they they kind of, they worked it out for themselves. They know what's going on. They have a good idea about what's happening polit- politically and, and and all the changes and things like that. And and they did, i remember hearing young my youngest Bailey saying to his mate, he goes, "Well, you know, thing is with dad, he just needs a little bit of looking after." You know, oh I, God! <laughs> <laughs> How did that feel? I was like, yeah, you're probably right, actually. You're a bit of an idiot. Don't <laughs> <laughs> smell happened in about 30 years, Rich. Not now. But no, but already I'm like, well, I think because I am a bit of an idiot and I do end up <laughs> in situations where I shouldn't. And didn't, didn't
1: you move in with your boys? Was it Bailey you moved in with?
0: So it was so Keanu lived with me in Greenwich while he was studying to be a dancer. And then when India and I sadly broke up I ended up. I moved in with him in uh, Bounds Green.
2: What was that like being the tenant of your
1: son? Did you have to pay housekeep? It's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the because people talk about moving back in with their parents, but not their parents moving back in with their kid. No, I know
0: it's a weird one. It's funny because I was like, I didn't charge you rent for two years. You cheap bastard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> How did you did you come to him and go? I need to move in, or did he go? Why don't you come and move in with me?
0: They knew there were. They knew there'd been issues. There'd been problems, and they just said. Look, if you need anywhere to stay, yeah, then we've got a spare room, come and stay with us. And then one day it sort of everything sort of came to a head. And so I, I went over to Bounds Green and just went, look, can I stay for a bit. And then I ended up staying, I did end up living with them for we stayed in Bounds Green for about six months. And then they were like, Oh, this is working really well. Why don't we get a flat together? That's great. So who's we? It's just you and Keanu or did, she, did, she, did And he's and his now wife, Mary. And it's Mary sorts everything out. This isn't my my lad's more like me. So it's more merry. But listen, you're a pair of idiots, but I'll take care of this. So she found this really good flat in uh, Crouch End. We ended up living there for a year. It's brilliant.
1: Oh, wow. So how does it work if you're living with your son who's in a relationship? You're single now. You meet someone... Do they
0: come back to the flat? The real wrong reversal, Yeah, oh, What? Yeah, what?
1: No, and you're creeping in, <laughs> telling her to be quiet. Oh, what, is your, your mum or dad living in? No, my son. <laughs> so how did that work? Or did you not do that? Or did you just, you didn't bring anyone
0: back? Um, I didn't bring <laughs> anyone back. It wasn't, it wasn't like
1: that. Yeah, because in the morning, he's like meeting a new mum. Yeah. You're my new step <laughs>
0: I never did it because it was funny because India like, and I had broken up because I was gigging all the time I, was, I, was, I didn't really have time I was always running around gigging
1: mm. you don't have to make excuses if you can't pull anymore Rich it's fine <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> just really too busy for women actually <laughs> uh, yeah I was really I was way too busy for women from the age of 13 to 22 just yeah, too yeah. busy like sort of being on my own eating you know what I mean <laughs> who has been too busy for you for the last few years as well. Yeah, you actually, Rob? I've been quite busy the last six years as it goes. <laughs> <laughs> non stop busy, busy, busy. No time, no chance for it. Do you no know
0: what I mean? No time at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, so I didn't, really, I didn't really date anybody. And then I met someone who was in comedy, you know, another comedian. So I ended up sort of staying around there a bit.
1: Yeah, because it's a bit awkward, isn't it, to bring someone back to the, no. you know.
0: Well, they got, I mean, like Keanu and Mary Sasego, this is brilliant. Like, you know, we get half the rent paid and you're never here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I suppose as well, because
1: going into the Bounds Green one, that might have felt a bit like, oh my God, I'm moving in with my son and his partner but then in crowd change you sort of went in it together and it made it a bit more of a 50 yeah. 50 thing do yeah. you know what i mean that that's psychologically it must have been easier than just like can i come in because it's you're going into there what if you've looked at a flat together then you're doing something as a three but going yes. in like when it's their flat is like and you go oh, can i put can i have that shelf for the my milk you know what i mean
0: <laughs> <laughs> like student halls yeah yeah <laughs> well, was there a rotor <laughs> Um, I do remember when I would first moved out and, uh, and I was sitting, all my stuff was boxed up in the corner of my bedroom and everything was there and it was around. I was just laying on my bed and I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> <For> the moment. <laughs> oh, my God. This is not how I thought this would go. Did he let you put any
2: posters up or was the blue taxi?
0: Tux- <laughs> <laughs> no, no posters. Not allowed. Not allowed. No posters. I remember, I remember, to, I remember uh, we'd done a gig in I think it's called Aldberg or wherever it is it's out, sort of Norfolk Suffolk way on the coast and we found some vintage furniture it was this massive sideboard and, I'm, oh, and I brought it back and there was nowhere to put it so I put it in the bathroom because the bathroom was really big and he came in one day he went that, well, that, that's not staying there is it dad there's a sideboard in the bathroom <laughs>
1: <laughs> having to run furniture purchases past your kids um, do you, Keanu um, I've seen a sideboard have they got kids yet you know, um, any kids no grandkids yet
0: they're talking about it. Ke- uh, Keanu and Mary are talking about it, maybe. She's just started her own business, so it won't be yet. Yeah, they- and they both the lads live in Bristol now. All um, right. Oh, right. Yeah. But they- so do you go down much? I go all the time, all the time. I love them. They're so beautiful boys. And I remember when they got a dog, got a little dog called Bernard, and they were calling it. He goes, oh, here comes granddad! I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. absolutely
1: <laughs> <laughs> not. Well, yeah, because if, you know, if they had kids when you had kids, you would have been a granddad at
0: 40. Well, yeah. Well, this is yeah. what annoyed my mum. She was 39 when I said, no. I'm going to have a kid. My yeah, age? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still living to this day. <laughs> yeah.
2: I've got a one-year-old. Like, how that's such a different existence, isn't it? Your, your mum was a grand and I, I'm complaining about having a
0: one-year-old. How are you finding that one? How are you finding that
2: Ah, oh, walking apart, mate. Don't know what all people are complaining
0: about. <laughs> I do remember one of Lisa's friends, Lisa's mum's friends, was this giant biker dude called Nick. Very imposing dude. He was massive, and he ate like proper Hell's Angel darms and the the mullet, and the, he was huge. But such a gentle soul. And I remember when it was all when it all started, and it was all kicking off, and Lisa was getting pretty big. And he took me to he just took me to one side and he went and he goes he goes how are you doing I'm like yeah I'm alright he goes because because I realised no one's no one's going to ask you this it's all going to be about yeah. the mum and the baby which is as it should be he's like you know he's like no one's going to no, know it's not about you anymore he said so yeah. are you all right and I'm like oh yeah I'm getting my head around it he's like that's all right he goes you can talk to me whenever you want and he used to take me out it's this like Trans Am it's American car and he used to take me out in that. And then we'd have a chat about parenthood and life and all that. Brilliant dude. Really cool. It's yeah. like something from an American oh, indie
2: movie, isn't it? Yeah. Like, this kind of like Guardian Angel. who's <laughs> a hell's angel. No not pun intended. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, that, that's the thing, though, isn't it? Cause I, I think what being a dad at 20 in the 90s must be a lot different than being a dad in your 20s now. Because now, if you're a dad that doesn't do nappies, I think that's old. That's like, what? What do you mean you that's don't like do Jacob nappies?
2: Reece-Mogg. That's like Jacob Rees-Mogg. That's like someone that like <laughs> yeah. that out of touch. Yeah.
1: Back then, what was it like? Was you expected to do anything with the kids or just go and earn the money? Was it a bit old school like that?
0: Uh, no, you were expected to do your bit. It was funny, actually, because... Uh, I'm sorry she won't saying this. Lisa had had an operation on her, on her breasts. So uh, she'd had them reduced. So they weren't connected. So she couldn't breastfeed. Right. So then, so you're not, there isn't this like, oh, I've got to get up and feed the kids. It's like, right, we're there's no excuse that you're getting yeah. up. We're taking it. And I'm like, yeah, well, I've got to get to work in the morning. I don't give a shit. You're up. Yeah. 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 The, the worst thing, when you're doing the formula, and you go, all right, it's my turn. It's like three o'clock in the morning, and you go down to the fridge, and you've forgotten to do the bottles before.
1: Oh, my oh. God. Oh, and the ster- de sterilite. Also, I don't think the 92 didn't have the machines that we've got now, the Tommy no, Tippy. No. Do you know about the Tommy Tippy, Rich? What's that? So a machine, right, where, like, if you've <laughs> got to do a bottle, you put the bottle in it, and it tells you how many scoops to put in, two, no! three, or four, and then it automatically puts the right amount of hot water in for you to shake it up, and then it puts in the exact amount of water to make it a proper bottle just by pressing one button.
0: No. We are to do it yeah. ourselves. Acoustic. Yeah. Acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> Unplugged. <laughs> Unplugged, mate. You get to, you get Unplugged. You've you got, you got, you got the giant tub of formula, and then you've got the scoop. And then you scrape it off with a knife, and you're like, one, two. Oh, man. uh, I do sort of think,
1: what kind of formula was it in the 90s? Just like the bottom of an abster cage just (laughs) like chops up. (laughs) Because I do think, like, there's a lot of pressure on women to do breastfeeding and stuff like that because it's supposedly the best thing you can do and you can connect with the baby and that. But I do find that because we did, we did a, a combination and did a lot of bottles as well, Was I, I think the dad gets a much better opportunity to bond with the child and and, to, and also do more of it in the night because you yeah. can help. If a baby's exclusively yeah. breastfed, you feel a bit excluded and alienated from it. You don't feel like you're doing your bit. You're not with the baby. You're just basically just almost like a PA running around going, oh, do you need your drink? Can you need a, book, a cup of tea and you don't actually do any being a dad stuff you just do support work for someone with a kid
2: loads of toast
1: loads yeah loads of toast, of toast. <laughs> where i feel like bit doing that formula I, I think it's good for the dad to really feel connected with the kid yeah. and i find you know when people moan about struggling to find form that bond if you've been excluded from that because it's just breastfeeding which is great i think sometimes women beat themselves up if they're not breastfeeding but i think it gives the dad or the partner such a great opportunity to to help yeah, you know, and and do something and connect with the baby.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Although
2: all those well-rested dads you see at nursery, they've got no connection with their baby. That's, yeah. what, that's
1: what you're telling yourself. All them fit, sexy guys <laughs> that are getting sleep. <laughs> are you- Back then, Rich, you would have been well within your right sort of not having anything to do with them to your Not in your right, that's the wrong way of putting it, but it wouldn't have been so frowned upon at 20. He's 20 years old. He's just, off, he's just mm-hmm. working. He's just getting the money in, let the mum do the baby. In, like, but I think you, by doing that, and you were on it with the formula and stuff like that, it, does, it feels like you, you, you've got such a great bond of your kids, which could have been really hard to have, considering your age and you and Lisa not being together the whole time. I think you've done really well to keep that. And I think a lot of people listening would go, oh God, I'm not there as much. I'm, I get them at weekends, but not all the time but I think you're proof that you can still have a really, really strong connection with your sons and daughters, if even if you're not there the whole time because of what goes on.
0: Absolutely. I think you have to just, it's hard because, you know, human beings, we we do a lot, we do have a selfish streak in us. And we're like, oh, what about me? What about me? And you, you know, you're you battling that all the time. And and then what happens if you split up with somebody and you're like, oh, well, fuck them, fuck them all. You know, you've got to just don't, you know, try to stay, maintain focus on the kids and, and try and make it as fun for them as possible. And, you know, but, you know, there are people that don't care, you know, they'll just go, I took you to McDonald's two weeks ago. What's wrong with you? You know, you know there yeah. are something like that. But
1: Did you ever take them on holiday on your own, like for a week or so to Spain or something like that? When they were
0: Little Walk. Or... Well, we we got back together for a bit and the first time I'd been on a, on a plane was in 1998 when we went to uh, Fort Aventura. Well, so you were 26? 20, yeah. First time you went on a plane? Yeah, and you've yeah, got yeah. an
2: eight-year-old and they're going, what's a plane like? And you're like, I've got no idea. No idea.
0: And what's brilliant is that I think Bailey was. old was Bailey? So Bailey. No, it wasn't Bailey. It was Keanu, and Keanu was just talking about death and crashing um. the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't calm him down because you weren't confident yet. <laughs> well, I had no idea. I'd never been on one. I didn't know what to do. And I, and he's like, oh, Dad. and I'm like, I don't. Know. And Lisa was trying to explain. So look, when it when it takes off, you'll get pinged to your seat, and it's quite the thing. And I just just I was just white knuckling it, just to oh, scared. Man. Yeah, I'd never been in a plane. Oh now I'm, I'm just you no know, weather, but it was the first time. Yeah, you're like, oh my God. And you looking out the window. But because you're so high, you, you can't comprehend how high you are. So <laughs> you know, <I> mean. <laughs> I'm scared of heights, but for some reason, when I'm that high, I'm like, oh, no, this is fine.
1: Yeah. yeah. I never get that when people fly to places like Dubai or New York and they just go up a really tall building. I'm like, you've been higher on the way here. <laughs> what, what's, what are we doing? Been, and, and if you didn't see it, you're going to be higher again on the way back. That's guaranteed. If I know anything about going to Dubai, I will be in a plane there and back.
0: Do you know what I love? Is that everyone's, so we had the London Eye. And then now in, in every major city in the world there's a there's an eye. And yeah, it really yeah. makes me laugh when it's like, all right, London, pretty you know, there's some things to see or you know where wherever, but I don't know, going on the going on an eye in like, I don't know, Bradford. <laughs> No disrespect to Peter Yeah, well,
1: hopefully, if, if you squint, you can see Leeds. Something to look at. <laughs> no offence, Bradford. Love you guys. Don't yeah, head. big Don't up, big up, Bradford.
2: <laughs> look forward to Bradford on tour. That's going to be a good one. Yeah. <laughs> no disrespect to Peter Bradford. So let's go through some of the some of the kind of things that me and Rob had parenting wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isofix, so Isofix. Did you yeah. have
1: Isofix? No. What's that? Oh my God.
0: We just about to add cow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Isofix is uh, yeah, that puts the car seats. You put that in, and then you put the car seat on that. You don't use the uh, the struts.
0: No, what? no, no, no Isofix. Well, when I was a kid, I remember my dad had a van, and we used to travel around in this van. And uh, my dad got deck chairs and put them in the back of the van. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even bolt them in. We used to have to hang on to the to the seats in front with my mum and dad. Amazing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> So there was no car seats. And, uh, <laughs> I do remember, I do remember, yeah, when I so I learned to drive in '93. I remember the first time trying to put the car seat in. And it's one of those ones where you put it, you can put it in the front seat and then you put it facing the other way, which I don't just with you know, with the airbags now. Imagine that flying out. <laughs> 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 what about what about Pram? What was that like? In there? Oh yeah, no, Pram was all right. We were lucky enough to my my mum bought us a was a decent pram. It was one of those ones that you could kick open with one leg. Yeah. Oh, very modern. Oh, in
1: 1990,
2: oh, yeah. history, that must have made <laughs> you the king of the war.
0: <laughs> you just got jingling like, this up, and you're the kids in it, and you know. But um, yeah, we never had technology like you've got now, mate. Join the revolution. You need to have another kid. You love the technology so much. Yeah, it'll be oh. like you'll be like, this is so much easier now.
1: So the big one is, it feels so wrong, you couldn't Google what it
0: was. No, there were no no many- Google. That- there was the odd book of like how to raise your kids and that, but you kind of just figured it out. Like you took advice from all the other parents around you, your mum and dad, and, and who would, no disrespect, love my mum and dad, but were very wrong about a lot of it. <laughs> 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 then they were taught by, by parents that were in during the war, yeah. you know, still, been in the war. So, you know, they, they were very, they're a bit more robust with their parenting techniques. Yeah. You know, it, it, it is a bit more, a bit more, Bit more hands on. <laughs> and what was the kind of situation of sleep in
2: those days? Because I've heard basically some. It seems like people just left the baby, and then it was fine <laughs> until about two thousand and one. That's how it seemed yeah. to
0: me. There was that. Was it called cry? Crying, um, cry crying, crying out. Yeah, cry it like, out. Right, yeah. But that's really, you know that's so when you first had, when you first take that the baby home and i still remember it was such a beautiful moment i remember laying him in his crib and we had a little light on the side and what my mate it was a plasterer had built a dividing wall in our with his big bedroom and he built a dividing wall so he sort of called it off the side and that was the little baby's room and i remember being in there and just looking at him and it's just and he was like gently snoring and just you know doing baby noises and it was one of the most beautiful things ever and then when they start crying and you're like, oh my god, I don't know what to do, and you, sort of, you, you you, instinctively you pick it up, and then you're like, all right, so you change it, you feed it, and you do that, and then it, I don't know, it just, we had it in, we had Kiana in the bed a lot, yeah, just, yeah, it just, it was no, like, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it, I didn't want to, you know, want to, and there's other times when I do remember when there was one night and it was like four o'clock in the morning and we'd fed him, changed him and he's still screaming, and you're just hanging on to the side of the cot going, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and he's hanging on to the crib like that going, I don't know what to do. And so when people go, oh, yeah, like, just let him cry out, you're like... It's 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 such a blood curdling scream.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. There is. I remember that you have flashbacks those moments when they're little, and you're just like, I don't, I yeah, I just don't know what to do, and oh, this isn't yeah. stopping, and they're just, I it's am awful. out of my depth. Yeah, yeah.
2: I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have nothing to offer in this <laughs> situation.
1: Well, it's a it's a brand new like it's a brand new job that no one's really trained for. It's like if you put me like in court for the Jeremy Depp Amber Heard trial and had like, to do a cross examination, i like, I don't know, and i be like, don't ask like yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, <laughs> Johnny seems all right, isn't he? Or not?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, no, that's the thing. You know, now there's all manner of videos and, and there's seminars and there's groups and there's... Um, NCT, was that around? Is that where you go Go to, is that where you do a group? To little groups, yeah. We went, yes, we did go to one. Yeah, we did. And I remember, yeah, I remember going to one or two. Well, we got annoyed and we stopped going because the people, the other people are just idiots. It's just... yeah. Oh, shut up. They're just. No WhatsApp groups,
1: though, which I think is a blessing, actually. Yeah. I wish I could go back to that time.
0: Yeah. See, that's it. There was none of that. There was, wasn't the internet. Oh, it sounds so archaic now, thinking back. Yeah. It. it does feel
2: like we're talking to a kind of a mum from the 60s at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, like, we're like asking you, what was life like before the internet, Rich? Like Tell Nicholas this magical world. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> When he comes back during the war. I do think, and I think that's why this sort of podcast works, where you, there, there, there wasn't anywhere where you could talk about it, as like, and well, how you felt and what was going on, and other people that were experiencing it, unless there was someone within your immediate family that had a baby. Yeah. What do you do? It's different when they're at school because you get the other school parents and stuff. But when they're at the baby stage, you're a bit alone because who's got a pack You can't just go up to another person with a baby in a coffee shop and go, is yours being a shit as well? You know yeah, what I am mean? like, yeah, yeah. at the end of my Teverick because everyone's going, yeah, I'm go-, it's going great. I love it. Isn't it a miracle? And you're kind of fucking tired.
0: I don't know what to do. And it's funny where, it, because you do, you feel like you're on your own because all your mates, you know, I was, we were young. She was 21, I was 20. You know, all your mates kind of, they're off. They're going to Ibiza and they're doing whatever yeah. they're doing. Did you have FOMO with stuff like that? I know FOMO hadn't been invented by that point. No, it wasn't <laughs> <just> FOMO. <laughs> no thing as FOMO. Yeah. It was just pure simple jealousy back then. None of your complicated yeah. FOMO <laughs> shit. Jealousy. Green eyed jealousy. Also school.
1: the nineties, that really like to be you know, to be twenty in ninety-two is probably oh, one of the best God. times to be twenty over a yeah. hundred years. You basically got yeah. for the next ten years, you're gonna have Britpop, and then the millennium and you're all that right stuff, six. and you're 96, all that built yeah. up, and then you've got you're you're like, oh my god, this is unbelievable. But then you've got these two kids.
0: Yeah. I think that was half the problem, was that the 90s was so great. You know, you're you're still young and you're you're but like you've just said, you're battling those things. Oh, I want to be out, I want to be doing this. And I think we that's a lot of the reason why Lisa and I broke up quite a few times, you know. When I remember when we first had when we first had Keanu. Lisa moved out There was a moment She just went I can't handle this And she moved out And I had Keanu on my own And she went back to work And she was living At her mate's house And so We sort of Back and forth The whole of the 90s You know And so Yeah It was a weird time I think that's why so the Year 2000 We broke up properly We went That's it This isn't working Great way to bring in The new millennium Yeah that is it You know what New, new millennium New start you know what? New <laughs> labour Didn't change anything Let's break up
1: <laughs> Tony Blair promised.
0: I well, was so much pinned on that man, and he let us all. Down. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked. So yes, we ended, up, we ended up breaking up in 2000, and then uh, I ended up, yeah, I ended up kind of going back and trying to relive bits i missed.
2: Yeah, is there times when you're going out in your 40s because now your son's 20, so you don't have to get up when you're catching up on when you are 21?
0: Yes, there's a mo. There are some moments, and you. I, I, yeah, I remember being out and just—I'd been out all night and, and I knew they were. I'd been out all night and I went I going over and they're like yeah, the boys are coming over uh, later on. And like, oh god, and I was hanging absolutely. Yeah, and I came in, but because they're you know they were of the of age sort of thing, and they, I walked in and they went and they just went, "What have you been doing?" Oh, uh, how old were they they're like late teens early 20s and they're like you alright dad no oh, I'm like,
1: oh, God. Yeah, fine
0: yeah, fine. I'm fine I'm good we'll have a shower mean, you just have one I'm alright alright
1: You just had one because <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about giving up drink because I just can't handle the hangovers anymore but yeah. do you get a second wind when the kids are teenagers because mine are six and four and I can't do it it's, it's game over
0: you'll get you might do yeah you probably will you'll get a a burst of like, yeah, it's, it, it's suddenly out of nowhere. You'll be, you'll be, yeah, oh, this is great. But then back on again. I have to drink in such a controlled
2: situation where I know that, the, like, I have to have in my head gone, is tomorrow going to be okay? The, the <laughs> oh, idea yeah. of, you know, like the impromptu pint. I've not had an impromptu pint since like pre Brexit. Like, there's <laughs> just like the idea of just being hungover is such a kind of military operation now
0: for me. I just can't yeah, do it, yeah. really. Oh, oh God, you, you can't! You can't be hungover. You have got little kids. You can't. You no, just, it's because when you what people don't realize—when you have kids, your life is over. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's not about no, you. No, no,
2: that, that, you don't mean that sentence. Your life is <laughs> over in a bad way. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, it's not about you anymore. It's about the yeah. child. It's about the children. Yeah, totally. And you are. You're, that's it now. You're, it's just 24-7 kids. And, yeah, that and of course, that's stressful. And you get those points where you go, oh, what about me? I'm still a human. I'm still a person. Yeah. I've got wants and needs. But then that's why... <laughs> I want <things>. another shower <laughs> at the of the day. <laughs> just God. let me be. Stop judging me. You'll get... But this is why things like you know, for a for better example, going to the football or having a night off Whatever you're doing is just, you know, you love kids. You, you love your kids, you die for your kids, of course you will. But you, you know, even with your best mate, you'd want to be around them all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Normally we'd say, uh, we'd end with um, asking if there's something about the parenting of your partner that annoys you that you've never brought up. Now, obviously in this situation <laughs> I'm gonna give you the option of either talking about your your the mother of your children, your ex that you get on very well with or anything about your flatmate, your child, that annoys you, <laughs> them as a child, <laughs> that you've never brought up?
1: I think the... F- <laughs> you got to pick your battle wisely here, mate. It's going to be a yeah. tough... It's
2: so your ex-wife
0: or your son. That's what we're going <laughs> with. Wow. Ex-wife, ex-wife, ex-girlfriend or son. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you know what? I think he needs to be a bit more... He needs to be a bit more tidy. I, I think he just... Sometimes I'm like, mate, you've got to have to just tidy up a bit that pube on the toilet has been in there a, a while. You know that's. <laughs> it's not another Why one. worrying about that's your son's pubes, warm. though. That is a weird world, isn't
1: it? Your son's Why pubes. Worrying about
0: your own son's pubes. <laughs> Do you know there was once I went into <laughs> when he lived in Greenwich. I didn't know he was in, and I'd got I'd come in and I went to go in the bathroom, and he he was in the he was in the bath. I didn't realise. I go out and I was sorry, mate. I came out and I saw his I saw his willy. <laughs> <and> I was <swear, laughs> like. He's grown up, Willie. Mate, wicked. Yeah, it was <laughs> Respect. <laughs> and there was a sense of pride. I'm like, I made that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but to, to see him in his, in, in his prime. In his prime? Were you about to say his In his prime. <laughs> like seeing Diego
2: Maradona at the Mexico World Cup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a pivotal moment for everybody. Yeah. Cool. You knew where you were when you saw your son's. Cock for the first.
2: <laughs> like watching the Beatles perform on the roof of Apple, basically, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> <laughs> bigger than yours, Rich? Yeah, unfortunately, yes. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is the next generation are always bigger, like my lads yeah, are both- yeah, you're <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, Natural selection, is that how? It works? Yeah, no, that's what it is. You know, survival of <laughs> it is um, right, Rich, thank you so much. It's been brilliant. Thank you. I will tell you this though. I mean I, uh, I, there is talk of maybe babies in the future. So uh, Oh really? I'll come over part two. Yeah. Wow. So you're you're not out. I thought you were out, you're back in the game. Well, I've done my time. I feel like I've had a nice I've had a nice run. I've I've made up for lost time. The FOMO's gone. I don't, you know, I've done all the things I want to do. I think it's I'm time settle to settle down,
1: down. now. <laughs> settle down <Amazing>. at fifty. <laughs>
0: at fifty, yeah.
1: <laughs> another kid. Well, if you if you if you have another kid, definitely back on. Good good luck. And um yeah, I'll give you your podcast. Insane in the membrane. Give that a listen. Talking about like, talking to mainly comedians about men's mental health. It's funny as well, yeah, but it's also it's very interesting.
0: Manate, yeah, it's almost. We'd love to get you on, Josh. Let's get you on. Yeah,
2: well up for that. Cheers, Rich. Thanks, boys. Bye.
1: Richard Wilson, there from Walton the, in the, the grove. Grave, yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> that's what he said when his wife was pregnant. I don't believe it
1: d- anyway. <laughs> oh, god. Where, did, where was that an hour ago? <laughs> Bloody hell, oh god, and um, he's a lovely boat, Rich. So funny, yeah, what a great story! Yeah, he's just sort of a very, quite a free spirit, just sort of quite floaty around yeah. and doing different things, but having a kid at 50 potentially. What a part two. Could you imagine moving in with your daughter, Rob? I mean, I look that I think the bounds green move was a real low point for him and I think he'd agree to that. Yeah. But then once they went, Look, yeah. okay, if this is what we're doing, let's get a lovely big flat in Crouch End and it'll be nice. Yeah. How would you have been at
2: twenty? What's quite an interesting thing for our listeners to do hmm. is trace back through some relationships you've been in for just a month and imagine
1: what your life would be like if you two had oh my now God, had a one I just child. Had one and I just actually felt <laughs> physically sick. <laughs> It was actually a cold shudder come over me. You know, like in a in a in a them like horror films when you find out the killer's your husband or wife, or you know, like they're in the ha- and they're in the house. So basically, you get a text message and go, "He's the killer," and you look up and you're making him a cup of tea, and he's stood by the knife drawer. Like, oh my god. Joe, I would have been, I would have knuckled down and ended up, I wouldn't have done comedy. I would have ended up really pursuing some sort of office job or sales job and I would have got loads of money and provided and I would have been really unhappy (laughs) and I would have just muddled through and then died at 70 looking back and gone, only if I rubbered up. (laughs) But that's me. Rich has made a much better success of his life and enjoyed it. it, A lot happier. But um, yeah, what about you, Josh? One month, what, one month relationship. at 20? One month relationship. Fucking hell. I'd have killed for a one month relationship at 20, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I'd have killed for a 30 minutes, 30 second one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but right, Josh, I'll speak to you on Tuesday. We've got lots to catch up
0: on. Bye. See you then.